Hello, friends. Welcome to Defining Marriage. This week, I'm on the road. I'm visiting Chicago for International Mr. Leather and to see my delightful family, Jim and Michaela, who have very kindly put me up for the week. Uh, they are James's side of the family, and uh, sadly, James is not with us. But Jim and Michaela are here. Say hi, guys. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, that sums it up. She's in charge of the weird noises today. Yeah, we need a, we need a Morris to, to make all the noises because we don't have a James. No Mother Mayo this week. Nope. No baby. Uh, but anyway, hi. Thank you for putting me up in your house. Oh, well, thank you for joining us for your, your annual pilgrimage here at Memorial <laughs> Day uh, weekend. Yeah, this is uh, year three that I've been here. We recorded a podcast last year, uh, but I screwed up the equipment, and so we could not release it because it was not audible. Or at least that's what he that's what he tells us. That's what I say. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll I'll put it out, and it'll people will be like, "This is disastrous. I can't listen to this." Uh, yeah. So uh, we're about to. So I was here for IML, and we're about to go to a baseball game. I think this is the first baseball game I've been to since maybe two thousand. Uh, well, you've been to a baseball game with us. So. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. We went to the Giants. I totally forgot about that. Basically, I take you to baseball games. Yes. Apparently. Yes. What should I expect at a baseball game? Uh, tight pants. Oh, wow. Well, you like I that, mean, right? I, I've, I've had my fill this weekend, but I can never get enough. Tight pants. Uh, probably less exposed skin okay. than you've seen uh, at IML. It's probably slightly less. But who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe there'll be a sizable IML contingent at the baseball game today. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't rule it out. There were a lot of... There, I did see I did see some sports uniforms and some military. Uh, so who knows uh, if the if the uniform is actually actually lines up with something the person actually does. Uh, Maybe that'll be the seventh inning stretch, the yes. special appearance by the <laughs> the uh, the reigning uh, Mister IML or whatever. Yeah. It's called. Oh no, I've forgotten who it is already. It was somebody from San Francisco, I think. Do they have like what if they what if they had just all the IML people come out and run the bases? I know that's kind of a thing. Uh, a little bit. Well, you know, there's uh, the the Yankees games. They do sort of a YMCA dance with the groundskeepers. What? That's a big, that's a big fan. That that could fit well with uh, with this group, perhaps. They probably know the YMCA dance. I would think. Oh, that's don't we all? Uh, yeah, yeah. That, I think that's been uh, that was that was village people in the '70s. So I think that's yes. one of those pieces of gay culture that's been relinquished to, to straight culture at this point. Yeah. Well, I suppose I don't know that that would really be worth holding on to all that much. <laughs> we haven't we haven't the, guarded it that jealously. The, the suburban weddings have, have taken that over. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's uh I don't know, I'm trying to think I mean it's like when Lady Gaga passed from the queers to the straights and then we're like, okay, and we, we we leave her to you and now we move on to I don't know. I don't even know who gay people are listening to now. Uh <laughs> listeners, if you know who gay people are listening to I don't know. Let me know. We'll put them on Sewers of Paris. We'll put them on Sewers of Paris. I had a fabulous interview uh, while I was here in Chicago with uh, David, nope, Albert Williams, instructor at Columbia. This uh, this Columbia thing you got here in Chicago is pretty good. Yes, the other Columbia. Is there, okay, so there's two. There's the New York one? New York? Well, there's Columbia University in yes. New York. Yes, okay. Then there's Columbia the country, which Yes, is spelled differently. Columbia. Columbia. I was taken to task for calling it Columbia, and somebody was like, it's Columbia? Oh, yes. Uh, and then Columbia College Chicago yes. is, a, is a, a college here in Chicago that uh, also is not uh, an Ivy League school like the uh, Manhattan University, but is uh, a very good school. They seem to be holding up pretty well without the Ivy. The, uh, anyway, so I, I went down there and uh, chatted with them about uh, Gore Vidal and, and whatnot. And uh, they had, we were doing this in the library, and they have, they have so much maker stuff in libraries now. 
there's uh, they had like the laser cutter and some sort of 3D printer and stuff. And I guess this is now that we don't need now that we don't need physical books, uh, we're just going to make things in life. Like that's what a library is turning into. <laughs> yeah, no, the 3D printers and stuff are, are pretty crazy. That's uh, all over the place. I I don't I don't hate that. What would you 3D print if you had a 3D printer? What I 3D print? Oh boy. The possibilities are endless. We, uh, you know, I mean, I suppose you really could kind of reinvent your, uh, you know, your, you wouldn't have to have all kinds of things because if you needed something, you could just make it. So all that stuff you have in the closets or in the drawers or whatever, because you might need it at some point. You what I need want to hold is... it carried around anymore. Right. Yeah. It just whenever, whenever the situation calls for it. But you'd also like have so much clutter that I'd want something to like 3D unprint, like a 3D break it downer. <laughs> That, that's you. You just uh, <laughs> it's called a candle, basically. Yeah, you just melt. You, you can just melt the <laughs> melt it. I guess melt it back down. That's okay. Although who knows? I'm not. I know relatively little about the uh, you know the plastic and the melting temperature of the plastic that's used in 3D yeah. printers. Oh, mm, beats me. Possibly you'd have to sort of be a Terminator like situation. We have to throw it into you know like <laughs> a a smelting uh, smelting pit or something at the local uh-huh. refinery. You take all your 3D printed stuff and it's lowered down with a big thumbs up as right. it like goes down into the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, so uh we uh, have limited marriage equality news this week. It's been it's been a quieter week. There's been catastrophe all over the world in other con- contexts, but uh uh, I guess Trump's been on a rainbow tour. Is it actually a rainbow? Like I heard someone refer to it that. Uh, oh boy, a rainbow tour of what? Of the Europe thing. Like they were like, it's his rainbow tour. And I'm like, I'm not going to let him use a rainbow because it's like a fantasy that that isn't oh, no. isn't true. I, sure, there's a pot of gold at the end. I mean, wherever he goes, there needs to be a pot of gold for him to I don't know dive into. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just told him there's a pot of gold. <laughs> That's how they got him out of the house. Yes. There's going to be a pot of gold. It's like there's going to be ice cream. There's going to be a pot of gold when you're done. Yes. Uh, so yeah, a relatively quiet week in terms of uh, uh, conflict, but we did have some fabulous news. Taiwan, Taiwan's Supreme Court has just ruled in favor of marriage equality. So, hooray! There you go. It's the first country in Asia that would recognize same-sex relationships. And we're still waiting on, on Australia. I feel like when I started the podcast and we started talking about like marriage news around the world, it was it was very it was very oh, yeah. Australia is just on the brink. It's going to be any day now in Australia. But, There's uh, a lot of talk about the plebiscite. Oh my god, the plebiscite. Yes, oh, that's still people are still saying. Oh, we need to do that. We can't we can't just legislate. We can't do our jobs. We have I never quite got the uh, after listening to several episodes where you, in which you discussed the plebiscite. I still don't really know what it is. But it's just a survey. It's a non-binding, but the government does it, so it has to be very formal and official. So it costs half a billion dollars. And then the last time they did one was for the, um, I think it was for the national anthem or the flag. Do, do we want to change the national anthem or flag or both? And so they did in the 1970s, and then uh, they just didn't do anything for like five years after that. So it's not like, oh, okay, plebiscite, now now it's been decided. So a plebiscite is like voting except they come to your house and ask you? No, you have to go out. Oh, so why don't they just have uh, like an election? Or why don't they just have you call it that and then you go and you vote like a referendum? I mean, that would kind of be nice. I feel like, I don't know, on a national level. I mean, we don't do that nationally here. So, I mean, we just vote for people here. So, I, I think when it's something national, it has to be, they only do people. So, I mean, this would be like the U.S. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something, of anything that would be comparable. Like, I don't know. Like, if you have, when you have the ballot things, like the local, state, and, and city ballot stuff, like, should we, I don't know, relocate the bus stops? 
It's that, <laughs> but nationally. And because it's such a big country and so diverse, I'm guessing, that's the reason that they're like, well, it's only for advisory. For us or for them? For, for both. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know if Australia is as diverse as the U.S. You go ask... Go out and ask the kangaroos and the wallabies and what have you. They yes, there's a lot of. I mean, there's diverse uh, ecology. But from yes, so I suppose it's is it is it difficult to get to the outback because, from what I understand, the vast vast majority of the Australian population actually lives in the in the cities, rel- relatively yeah. small sliver of of uh, actual geographic area. As far as I know, the only people in the outback are drag queens driving in a bus from one city to another. That is what Priscilla Queen of the Desert has taught me. Oh, I was going to say, look, we've brought it, uh, we've brought it full circle to Wang Fu, to, yes. but this is this is how out of touch I am with my various nineties uh, 90s, 90s drag queen bus movies. Yes, yes, uh, road trip movies. I'm I'm really conflating them. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. it, you're not the first. It's it is super weird that like within the span of a year there were two drag queen road trip movies with so, stars, like a Deep Impact Armageddon situation. Exactly, or Bugs and what was the other? No, ants. it was Ants and, and a Bugs. Ants and life. Bugs, right? Yes. Ants and, and Bugs. Yes. Bugs. <laughs> Which is, is so Tu Wang Fu is the ants in the situation, and A Bug's Life is the Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Uh, so Tu Wang Fu is the worst one? Or the less popular one? I wouldn't one? say it's the worst. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just not my favorite. I think Wong Priscilla's Fu is uh, Swayze? It's Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes? Snipes and John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Yes. Interesting. Fresh off his star turn in uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, <laughs> which turns 25, I think, this week. Well, you got to get James on the podcast to talk oh, about that. Oh, yeah, we should. We should definitely talk about that. Uh, so I don't know if this is true. I was browsing Twitter, and so it was on Twitter, so it must be true. So this guy was like, this marks somebody, – somebody posted about how it was the 24th or 25th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers movie. And somebody replied, uh, it's also the anniversary of me finding out who my father is at a screening of this movie. <laughs> Which, I mean, what a story. So according to him on his Twitter, what happened is his dad – so they're, they're in the theater with his mom, him and his mom, and at one point, Toad appears. The actor who plays Toad. <laughs> Mo, Mojo Nixon, I think is his name? She pointed at Dennis Hopper. Yes. And yeah. his Koopa King. And there he is. So apparently, this, this musician, Mojo Nixon, uh, plays Toad in the movie, and she pointed at him and she said, that's your dad. Uh, what? So <laughs> according to his mom, she slept with Mojo Nixon years earlier, and that's and, and there he is in the movie. Uh, what an incredibly weird way to tell your kid. We're <laughs> taking you to this screening. Yeah. And there he is. Do you think she knew that he was going to pop up on the screen? I don't know. Like, what a weird... Like, if she's like, well, it's time he found out. And what great timing. He's in the Super Mario Brothers movie. This was before IMDb. She can't have been following his whole... His career that close. I mean, I don't know. And he's such a minor character. I don't think you'd be like, oh, oh, the, the new Mojo Nixon movie's coming out. Yes. I don't know if he was, you know, before the title or anything. I was just going to say, maybe it was just a joke. Like, the there was a full 24-hour period where... James and my mother told me that my father was the commish. What's <laughs> yes. his name? Michael Chiklis. Yes, Michael right. Chiklis. Right. And um, I mean, I really believed them. And I was crying and it was terrible. And I was like, but I look just like my dad. And James was like, you look just like, what's his name? Michael Chiklis. Yes. Um, well, that's because so, you're all from Lowell, But it was just a joke. Yes, we're all from Lowell. Oh, my God. That's so traumatic that they kept it going for that long. At least it wasn't Dickie Eklund. <laughs> Is there any number of TV cops that, like, <laughs> I don't know. Of course I would want Angela Lansbury in the family. She's not a cop, of course, but. Just a quiet serial killer. Just a quiet, yes, exactly. Just a very suspicious woman in Maine. <laughs> Who's the cop? Amos Tupper, a.k.a. 
Father Dowling, a.k.a. David the Gnome. What's his name? Oh, no. We're having a what's Tom his Bosley. name? Tom Bosley. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. I'm glad you we said We could have played that game for 40 minutes. I was going to – I was really close. I was going to say Palm Tosley, which is so close. <laughs> but then I like I would have gone in the wrong direction and, and glommed onto the wrong thing. So Palm Tosley is uh, the voice of David the Gnome and Amos Tupper. And, uh, oh, shoot. And what's his name? Father Dowling. <laughs> Yikes. So anyway. Also on Happy Days. And of course. Of course. Which is arguably more – prominent role than any of those i suppose not to you know bad talk father dowling mysteries or anything look if and it's a tracy crazy. nelson but you know <laughs> he uh yeah he's he's just so avuncular um anyway that got us we we got there talking about taiwan <laughs> so congratulations taiwan marriage equality uh supreme court ruled that uh marriage needs to start there within two years so they got some time uh could be could be quite a while before marriage starts you've there. got two years everyone to find uh a same-sex spouse. Yes, exactly. After that point, it's a mandatory. <laughs> We're going to pair you up like in The Lobster. Yes. Uh, Ooh, that was quite a movie. <laughs> it's not for me. That, uh, not for me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, uh, speaking of uh, Australia, there is some news in Australia. Uh, ben and Jerry's uh, has instituted a new rule in Australia that until the country has marriage equality, you cannot get two of the same ice cream scoop. Yes, I did see that. That's, uh, that's interesting. I'm not totally sure how I feel about that. It doesn't seem like... It's going to have much of an effect, but I guess as a way to get the conversation Awareness, moving. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, all I do is mostly just retweet things, so this, they've taken it a step beyond me, at least. Yeah, sure. They've, they've beyond the retweet, the Ben and Jerry's <laughs> <Yes>. story. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, the, that's Ben and Jerry's plan in Australia. They're coming up on their last meeting for Parliament. June 13th is their last opportunity for Parliament to actually do anything. Like, it would be crazy if on the last day, like last day of school, they're like, and marriage equality is legalized, we're out, bye. That's pretty much how the American Republican Party works, isn't it, generally? Yeah. I guess to save, save the traumatic things for the last moment. Well, you know, not these days so much. These days they're just stumbling just one around trying another. to ruin the country sure. day by day. But back in the day when we were only slightly... Uh, when we were young and innocent? Yes. When things were only mildly messed up. Yeah. When, when things were rotten, but not so rotten. When they had to use subterfuge to advance their evil plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As basically, Nixon to now. That's the, that's, that's the time period we're talking about. When, the, when Republicans were just, just slightly, um, had just enough shame that they uh, were not completely evil. <laughs> uh, so that's Australia. That's Taiwan. Oh, uh, we've also got some international news in Scotland. Uh, the Church of Scotland has ruled that they uh, should do a study on legalizing, not legalizing, but recognizing marriage. So that's a step. Hi, Ducky. Hi, Ducky. There's, there's, a, there's a delightful dog who wants my attention right now. He's got he's to he's investigate. Hey, what a good boy. He's such a good boy. Yeah. Okay, sniff, sniff. Oh, yeah. All right. No, not on my lap. Not on my lap. Okay. Dogs on the radio. Yeah. You guys, I'm just going to have to describe this dog to you. He's a pit bull, and he's super shy. And uh, he's got white toes, and he just wants to be on every lap he sees. He's convinced he's like a little Pomeranian, uh, but he is actually like, I don't know, what would you say, 30 pounds, 35 pounds? He's, uh, he's like 50 pounds. Oh, he's up. Here, you're a big fella. Yeah, you got, uh, you got a lot of muscle. He waits every year for Matt's annual visit, and then he spends the whole time just, oh, just on my lap. around. Yeah, yeah such a good pop. Okay, yeah, oh, okay, sniff, sniff. All right, now you're going to go down because, oh, you're incredibly heavy, apparently. Anyway, 
uh, ducky, as I was saying, the Church of Scotland is going to do a study on whether uh, or how they can recognize same-sex marriages and also to apologize to LGBT people in general. I don't know what that apology is going to be, but uh, they're going to say they're sorry for something. Then also, let's see, what did they say? They said, we can see no sufficient theological reason for the church now not to authorize specific ministers to officiate at same-sex weddings. So that's basically a, I don't see why not. So thanks, Scotland. Yeah, thank you. Good job. (laughs) Keep up the good work. And also there's been uh, some movement in Northern Ireland. Uh, Northern Ireland, one of the last places, actually I think the last place in the UK that doesn't have marriage equality. Uh, there was a mock wedding ceremony on the steps of Stormont, which is their parliament. It's such a good name for a parliament. Stormont. Stormont. Yeah. S- somewhat Westerosi. I know, right? It it's so Game of Thrones. Yes, Stormont. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, not that, you know, George R. R. Martin isn't sort of looking back to history to steal some, some of these names. Well, yeah, yeah. He's just made it all up, out, all out of nowhere. There's no actual historical basis for anything in Game of Thrones. It's all completely creative. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe what's the storm in Game of Thrones? It's I've lost all my Game of Thrones knowledge. It's, it's not Storm Coast. It's Gold Coast. Nope, that's the bar. Storm Storm West. What's it's Stannis's headquarters? Oh yeah, uh, Dragon Storm. Storm Stormstone. <laughs> dragon Dragon something. Dragon Storm, Dragon uh, Coast, Dragon Bone, Dragon Dragon Rock. Harrods. <laughs> that's that's the one that got burned by the dragons back in the day, right? No, that's Harren Hall. Harren Hall was what I was trying to think of. Yes. Oh boy, I've got so much. I've got so much useless. I mean, it's not going to be once once the final season. We're on the last season that's coming up, right? And once that uh, happens, this not well. This summer is not the final season. Oh, good grief. Like, next year. You know, after... They're only doing, like, eight episodes this summer or something. Uh, okay, It's basically, guys. I don't know, going to get us to the point where, like, the White Walker raises a sword and is about right. to kill Jon Snow again or something. See you next year. Right. Uh, so, uh, after last season ended, somebody was saying on, online, they were like, how much more set is this table going to get? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we see where it's going, you guys. Just let's wrap it up now. Uh, anyway, that, that's how I, to bring it back to marriage, that's how I feel about the marriage thing in, in Northern Ireland. Like, come on, you guys. And in Australia and everywhere else, like, oh, people just want this. Can we just do the marriage already? So we've we've done the marriage already in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've made, uh, we've, we've seen in the last year or two, uh, and we continue to see going forward, uh, the backlash to some mm-hmm. of this progress and various social issues. Uh, that we've uh, that we've made here in America. Do you? Uh, what do you think is that going to happen for these all, all these other countries that mm. are? Uh... Yeah, probably. I mean, even already in Taiwan, they haven't even legalized it, and already there's groups that are like. Uh, th- uh, this one group put out a delightful press release that said, um, "What did it say? Mar- uh, homosexuality is harmful to people's genitals." So, yeah, there will always be groups that are like, no, I don't want this. This is bad. Uh, but it's real hard to undo it once it, uh, once it happens. You, you, can't, you can't squeeze it back into the tube. Speaking of harmful to your genitals. <laughs> uh, uh, well, and I suppose even here in America, for all of the awful and hateful things that are happening, um, I have not heard of you know, concerted efforts to legally challenge you know, that law, particularly, you know, on, on, on a specific legal basis and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're just going to sort of violently attack people and scream things yeah, at sure. them yeah. and oppress them in other ways. But um, 
So there are efforts. I don't know how concerted they are. On the concerted meter, they're pretty low. But yeah, there's still the groups that like had to justify their existence about marriage are still... They're still saying, oh, now that we've, we're one justice – this is their thing. It's National Organization for Marriage. It's like we're one justice away from having a majority that would overturn the marriage equality ruling. That's true. Although, I mean, heck, we saw Clarence Thomas recently um, actually come, come out uh, like not only, not only in his uh, voting decision but actually signed on to the opinion, the majority opinion, supporting uh, or, or – against the gerrymandering in in north carolina so uh who knows what um who knows what's coming down the pike and i think there's i mean i I think it's it's possible that that you know even individual conservative justices could get can get more okay with this or more accustomed to this or like everybody eh, uh, whatever you know maybe i like 15 years ago or 10 years ago i i didn't support this or I voted against this. Yeah. yeah. Well, sure. So Scalia was for sure never going to change, but who knows? This with this Gorsuch fella, probably not going to make any radical ideological shifts, but, uh, you know, he could surprise us. I mean, the big thing with the Supreme Court here is that, um, you know, the constitutional claim, like, does, does this, should this be included in free exercise, or not free exercise, in, in, in due process and equal protection? And, uh, you know, there's there's a really there's an argument for the limited government that the limited government people uh, find very persuasive, and that's certainly I mean that's 100 percent been Neil Gorsuch's position. So I'm not expecting much from him, but uh, yeah, like you say, things change. Uh, I don't know if anyone. So there was a uh, there was the ruling in eighty something that um, what was it? It was uh, it was definitely not what I want to say, which is Boyd versus Manroot. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is not a case. I can't. Oh, Bowers v. Hardwick. There it is. <laughs> Hardwick's almost as bad as Manroot. But yes. It is. I knew. I knew it was something uh, offensive. Uh, yeah. So Bowers v. Hardwick that was uh, that um, said. Yeah. Sure. Sure. States can states can ban um, uh, homosexuality in general. And sure, you can go to jail for being gay. Uh, and then it wasn't until two thousand two that uh, that was overturned in Lawrence. So I don't know if there's anyone on the court from one to the other. I don't think there was, but that would be 20 years, which most – that's that's long for a Supreme Court term. Uh, but, yeah, so, you, I mean, you see the court can change pretty fast, and usually it changes in the direction that matches the progress of the country, and we're only seeing public opinion on marriage going up. So, uh, fingers crossed, Supreme Court – I mean, you do, their, do your worst, Nam, and hopefully – yeah, there just won't be any justices to choose from at, at some point who, <laughs> who would rule against marriage equality. Well, yeah, and I mean, as as you've as you've said many times, of course, it is the type of issue and 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 uh, you know, um, LGBT rights in general, where you know, as when people actually know somebody in their lives or uh, or that uh, that is LGBT or something, you know, they 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 aren't they aren't scared of them anymore. Sure. Um, And, you know, we need a little dose of that with some of our Muslim friends and and some other groups in America right now. Uh, Yep. But, uh, but we have made obviously so much progress in terms of just having LGBT people in your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. At some point, I mean, we've had at some point a queer Supreme court justice or two, uh, not out, but I mean, at this point in our history, we've, we've had them. Uh, at some point, we're going to have an openly queer Supreme Court justice. And uh, won't that be something, going to work every day for those people to go to work every day with an <laughs> openly queer person? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm already dreading the whole conversation around that <laughs> nomination of that person. <laughs> Whoever it is. I'm like, oh, you've just chosen them because they're queer. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, That'll be fun. Yes. That'll be fun. Well, that's pretty much Andrew Sullivan won't like it. <sighs> God. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder. I mean, for him, I, I feel like he's mellowed to the point where he's like, I can't be bothered now. Just yeah. let me go to Provincetown. Let me sit in a bar. And let me be. Just leave me. Leave me to my leather. Well, yes. Well, I, I, I read his. You know, because he's back. He's his weekly column now. He's back in back in the world. He's come back from his his blogging sabbatical or whatever that was. Good for him. Where he regained his life, uh, and uh, was talking about how uh, you know gay kids today don't know what we went through, basically, which is true. How, I suppose. How right. very astute of him right, to notice right. that. <laughs> Uh, and you know the uh, um, uh, advances in uh, HIV uh, and AIDS um, uh, medical care and, and all that good stuff. Sure. Okay. Well, I look forward to Andrew Sullivan's ongoing insights from twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't. I don't know why I'm being mean to Andrew Sullivan. He was. I spoke to him once. He was perfectly lovely when I spoke to him, and a little bit, a little tipsy. Uh, and he seems to have uh, good taste in facial hair. So. That, and that, and that, there concludes all the nice things I have to say about Andrew Sullivan, <laughs> uh, and and also concludes all the the marriage news for the week. Pretty much, uh, that's about it. Now we have to go to a baseball concert. So uh, let's see, let's see what that's gonna, like. Yes, as Titus Andromedon said, we have we have front rows, we have uh, orchestra seats for the baseball <laughs> performance. Yes. So yeah, and for the tight pants show. Yay! Well, thanks so much for joining me, Michaela. Do you have any? I don't know where she's gone. She went upstairs. She's not even here right now. Do you have any weird voices for us? That's going to be a no. No, well, there you have it. You have a story about the commission. You've got a. You've got kind of an all noise at the top of the show. Uh, but of course, as always, you can join uh, the discussion around marriage equality on Twitter uh, by tweeting at me, Matt Baum. Uh, you can leave a review on iTunes. Get the book Defining Marriage at uh, Amazon or at DefiningMarriage.com. And by the power vested in me by the internet. Oh, and Jim Reedy, where can people follow you on the Twitters? Oh, uh, <laughs> well then, uh, I'm at uh, Jim underscore Reedy because. I don't know. Whoever has Jim Reedy, he doesn't ever do anything with that handle, but he won't give it to me. So, what could he? Jeez, <laughs> what those people? He's a he's a Reedy squatter. He is. Yes. There's also JimReedy.com is some uh, woodworker in Tennessee. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So I owned it briefly, and then I let it lapse, and then he, the woodworker in Tennessee, took it. He is probably using it for more than 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 I do more be business at this point. Yes. You should uh, your your woodworking business is uh, taking sabbatical. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very confusing to my, <laughs> yeah. to my audience. Yeah, a competing woodworking thing. Mm-hmm. Right. He's making I don't know. He's making coffee tables, and you're making uh, what would what would you make if you if you were a wood turner? Finely crafted candlesticks. Oh, not bad. Okay. Well, you can get all those uh, finely crafted things at uh, Jim underscore Reedy on Twitter, and by the power of SMB by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Sewers of Paris. This nope, we're not doing the Sewers of Paris. Yeah, I was like, wait, I'm on the. What? You're interviewing me about the gay entertainment that's been important to me in my life. (laughs) I haven't even seen uh, Tu Wong Fu. You haven't even seen that. Well, uh, this is actually a surprise intervention. We're going to be watching that. (laughs) Uh, We're not going to a baseball game. Uh, Okay.